Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. We have a great show for you this evening, but before we get into all of that, we gotta talk about my latest sponsorship deal. As many of you know, Primetime99 has been working his derriere off for his upcoming boxing match at carnivalofcombat.com. And it looks like all of that hard work is starting to pay off because as of today, not only is a UFC sponsored by Bud Light, but now Primetime Alex Stein has finally made it to the same level as the queen of all women, Dylan Mulvaney. Now I know what you're thinking, Alex, you're a conservative. You're not supposed to be shilling for Bud Light. But guess what, bud? I love money, and I love expensive cars, clothes, and hoes. So I don't give a damn about what some right-wing pundit says on the internet. If drinking Bud Light makes you gay, well then call me Elton John, because I'm gay as hell then. I can't wait to put this disgusting beer down my throat and all over my body once I knock out Mike Harrington in the boxing ring on November 4th. So don't worry, yes, Bud Light may make you gay, but who gives a damn? We're rich, bitch, and now you're going to get to watch me fight with my tuck-friendly bathing suit in the middle of the ring live in Tampa, Florida. So I want to say thank you to my hero, Dylan Mulvaney, and Bud Light for taking a chance on a transgender athlete like myself. The momentum that this will create through this branded sponsorship deal could potentially transition us into a future full of non-binary badasses that love Bud Light. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alejandro Stein, and we have an incredible show for you this evening. I know I say that every night, but guess what? Tonight is extra special because you're going to get to meet my personal trainer, Michael Montoya, and he's going to tell you about how much preparation that I've been putting in for my upcoming match with the one, the only Mike Harrington. And then we're also going to speak to Luis J. Gomez, the leader of the Legion of Skanks. Well, I don't know if he's necessarily the leader. I guess it's a three-headed monster, but he is a pimp on a blimp himself, and he's also fighting against Tim Butterly at the same event that I'm fighting at Carnival of Combat. So I know you chat rats love to see me in pain. I don't know why. I've noticed that. My audience loves to see me get hurt. And guess what? I'm going to deliver. I'm going to let you see me get my butt kicked. Now, I'm also going to do some butt kicking myself, but we all know that in a boxing match, I'm going to have to take some blows because I'm going to go toe-to-toe in that ring, and I'm going to trade blows. And I'm not talking like a prostitute on the street, not that kind of blows. I'm talking about lefts. I'm talking about rights. I'm talking about heels. I'm talking about biting. I'm going to Mike Tyson in that ring. I might bite somebody's ear off. So if you want to see all that, make sure to go to carnivalofcombat.com and get your tickets today. All right, folks, before we get on to our guests, we have to do what we always do. That's right. The caption contest. Now, you can see right here, this is me and Black Darius hanging out, doing what we usually do, and uh, just spraying the fire extinguisher all over his genitals. And that's actually, you know, I'd be a liar if I said that was the first time we've ever done that. I'd be a a pony face soldier. Whatever Joe Biden said, I would be like Joe Biden. I would be just a, you know... Oh, what is it? Ghost-faced pony soldier? Horse-faced pony soldier. I would be a horse-faced pony soldier if I told you that was the first time I ever did that. So, you guys enjoyed it. Enough to leave a lot of comments. Let's run through those comments, Jimmy. At April RM, you broke my will, ba 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 but what a thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I like that. That's a double entendre. A, it's a song, and I'm using a fire extinguisher on another black man's testicles. And let's be real, Darius has a lot of venereal diseases. I'm sure his genitals are very hot. So that actually is pretty accurate. So I like that. April, good one. All right, number two. 
at Steven Scott 7792, helping your wife's boyfriend after a long night. We know I've had to do that a lot. Usually it's ice, but this time it was fire. All right. I like that, Steven. Good job. Number three, at Count Chocula, when you're such a liar liar that your pants actually catch on fire. That one is so good, and we're rhyming. Count Chocula, I love chocolate, I love cereal, and I love you. Now that is right on the nose, as we say, and we're not trying to be anti-Semitic bringing up noses, so I want to apologize to all the people of Israel. All right, number four. At Threeper, gotta get rid of Alex's wife's gonorrhea. <laughs> you know, that one hits a little close to home because I do have gonorrhea. My wife is totally infected with gonorrhea, chlamydia, and a lot of other venereal diseases. So for me, I really don't like that one. Does that person have like any information? Do you think that they did a HIP request? How would they know that my wife has gonorrhea, Jimmy? Maybe she's your wife's second boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Is that Gary? Is that Gary in the chat? Jimmy, block him right now. He's an actual registered sex offender. We didn't figure that out later until he stole a bunch of my wife's uh, collection of dolls. All right, so you guys choose one, two, three, or four. We're gonna let you choose. And for the people that are watching on the Alex Stein channel, that's right, we're live on the Alex Stein channel. There's over 100 people over there. Make sure if you guys wanna interact with the chat, come on over to the Prime Time with Alex Stein channel, and you're gonna be able to interact with all the other chat rats. But we wanna try to grow this page and this channel, so we're trying to do a little cross promotion because guys, I'm a pimp on a blimp. I'm primetime 99. I want every chat rat I can get. So if you're on the original Alex Stein channel, come on, mosey on down to the primetime with Alex Stein channel because you know what? We're going to be having a lot of fun this evening. So Jimmy, are you nervous about my upcoming fight? I'm not nervous, but you should be. Yes, I am a little nervous, but why do you think, in your opinion, does the audience, our audience, want to see me get beat up so bad? I don't know. They have a fetish with you like getting hit in the nuts, getting burned, getting Bree Teresi hitting a golf ball off your ass. Just They love seeing you in pain. And they love seeing me humiliate myself at city council meetings. They love mm -hmm. seeing me humiliate myself at Queers for Palestine mm -hmm. rallies. They love... So we're going to give the people what they want, Jimmy. So should I... Should I let him beat me up? Even if I can win the fight, should I let him get a few hits in just for the for the fans? Well, that depends. Are there Vegas odds on the fight? Can I bet on this? If there was Vegas odds on this fight, I'm taking a dive and I'm going to be rich, bitch. I'm not a real exactly. fighter. Yeah, so no, there's no Vegas odds. I would like there to be. I think there will be people there taking bets on the side, you know, like on the ring, little side bets as we call it. So yeah, there will be some action if you're in Tampa, Florida on November 4th. Make sure to mark that down in your calendar because it's eight days away, Jimmy. Eight freaking days. But not only are we doing a boxing match, we have a comedy show that Friday night with Tim Butterly, Jason Ellis, Luis Gomez, Sam Hyde, who's a badass, and Karen Feehan, and yours truly, Primetime 99, will also be performing. So be on the lookout for that. I know this is a boxing-centric episode for all you chat rats, but guys, my mind is on the ring. I got these gloves. You see this? This is what's going to be happening the whole freaking day. I can take that. Look at how tough I am. Look at that. Look at that, Jimmy. You think I'm worried? Not anymore. No, I'm tough. I'm tough as shit. Mm -hmm. All right? I don't mean to cuss. I'm sorry. I apologize for using that language, but mm -hmm. I'm a little concussed, actually, I feel. Do you have any Advil or something? Kind of a headache. No, well, no. we kind of, something that could help your headache is your new sponsor. Oh, Teladoc. I love these guys, and they definitely can help you with your headache. So, guys, we got to pay the bills. You know how we do that. Listen up, folks. I've got something really cool and honestly, potentially life-saving. And I'm going to share it with you right now. Have you guys ever heard of The Wellness Company? And if you haven't, I'm telling you, you will. 
Let me be the first to tell you a little bit about them and specifically their medical emergency kit. Awake doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough started the wellness company to build a parallel healthcare system and bring about real change in medicine. Part of that change is helping you take control of your health and supporting you through whatever the next thing is that gets thrown our way. Over 40% of Americans say they'd avoid a doctor or hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. That's where the wellness company steps in with their medical emergency kit. It's actually a lifeline. Natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies. Just rest easy knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to help keep you and your family safe. The kit includes a comprehensive guidebook so you'll know exactly when and how to use it. Guys, don't sit around until it's too late. Head to twc.health/prime and grab your medical emergency kit today. That's twc.health/prime. Code is prime and it saves you 10% at checkout. It's time to take control of your health and stay one step ahead. So go to twc.health/prime. Tell them I sent you and I know you guys are going to need that because with World War 3 and World War 4 on the horizon, Lord knows things can get very hairy, and it might not be uh, you know, easy to go to the doctor or go to the hospital. So like Teladoc said, this is a lifeline. Go to the website, help yourself out. $20 Super Chat from Sam JD. Remember, it is not how hard you hit. It's about how many hits you can take. Rocky. Is that really from Rocky, Jimmy? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. That's not the that. quote. <laughs> I don't know if that's right, because you can only take so many hits, but that's another little secret, and we'll get to this with my boxing trainer. Mm-hmm. You can only throw so many punches, too, because after mm-hmm. your, like, 20th, 30th punch, you're just not throwing that hard. So we have to be very careful about conservation, and, you know, I don't believe in climate change, so I'm not a conservation. Not, I don't mm-hmm. like conservation. I'm going to be in there just, you know, like a freaking diesel, just polluting the freaking environment, causing a hole in the ozone layer, bringing on mass hysteria, flooding, hurricanes, tornadoes. That's what I'm going to be doing in the ring. That sounds like a great plan. I don't know if it's that good of a plan, but uh, it's the only plan that I can really come up with this short of time. And I've been working with a trainer, but... In a two-minute round, I mean, what does Mike Tyson say? Everybody's got a plan until you get hit in the face. And guess what, Mike Harrington? You're going to get a few free shots. And if you, and I want, Mike's not on this, but I want this for the record. If Mike Harrington does hit me in the face, I'm going to sue him, Jimmy. So mark that down. Tell John Gross, my attorney, that I'm going to sue him if he does hit me. Now, I'm going to hit him a bunch. He Mm -hmm. can't afford an attorney, so I'm not worried about him suing me. But Mike Harrington, if you're listening, which I'm sure he is because Lewis is coming on the show, I'm going to sue your ass, and I'm going to sue your ass in multiple courts, state, county, federal, and I'm probably going to take custody of your daughter. And I don't even want your daughter. I know you're a better father than I ever could be, but this is just how it works. This is just the legal system. Is it fair? No. Has it ever been fair? Not supposed to be. That's why the elites created it, so people like Mike get taken advantage of by people like myself. Hey, hey, on a yes. quick question. Do, do you know if Luis J. Gomez knows how to tell time? Why do you say that? Um, because we told him to get on at this time. And okay, let me on. tell him to call. Let me tell him to hit the link. Hit the link. Hit the link. Hit that link. Hit the link, and also, the same person just sent another $20 super chat, said, bro, look up the quote video. The quote video? About Rocky. Well, I believe him what he said. I mean, Rocky did it, take a lot of blows, but. Yeah, he sounds, it's like it's not how many times you get hit, it's how many times you get hit and get up. But he said, it's not how many hits you give, which isn't the quote. So he still messed it up. So you live fact-checked him right now? Well, I just have seen Rocky. 
and have a good memory. You're kind of acting like a community notes uh, narc right now. That's a pretty big compliment. I know it is. And Jimmy, you know, we really do need to talk about before Lewis hits that link. Okay. He said, okay. I think he should be hopping on, but, uh, um, Yesterday, you know, we had that whole kerfuffle about the J.P. Sears thing. And I just want to say publicly, Jimmy, I didn't have the chance. I want to apologize. I was wrong. Very rarely am I wrong. Very rarely. And as a matter of fact, I wasn't really wrong. But in this sense, instance, I, I was wrong-ish. And I was wrong enough to apologize and be the bigger man. So I just want you to accept that apology and tell me that you'll never make that mistake ever again. I accept that apology. And I... I want to, I will never intentionally make that mistake again. Thank you. And you'll never, ever, um, you'll always agree with me with whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you agree with the ice wall is real now. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? I've always agreed with the ice wall. Okay, good. Because you've always been kind of anti-ice wall, but now we are, we've got you Mm -hmm. converted. And I I promise next time you light something on fire on set, I'll go, no, no, we've had a meeting about this. You're not allowed to. It's company policy. I'm just going to say, do it. See, Darius, come on set. Thank you, Jimmy. I love it because you know what I really enjoyed about last night's episode? This is my favorite part. <laughs> Jimmy. Is he, is he wearing the same outfit? No, it's actually different. I love spraying his penis with this. How does that look on TV? It looks weird. It, oh my gosh, it's all over my suede loafers, Jimmy. I don't know if this is good. No, it's not good. It's well, chemical. A little bit on the shirt. Ah! Close your eyes, Darius. Darius, close your eyes. Do not inhale that. That's toxic fumes. It really is, though. Do not like... pass out. Are you going to have to pass out? Are you okay? Are you okay? It's okay. Just... Okay. All right. We'll just... It looks like he has, like, an old I'm black man hang out on dude. set, actually. Now that you're covered in this pink stuff, I think maybe you should maybe just... We didn't think this through, Jimmy. It's leaking everywhere, and it's all over my knife. No, we didn't plan this. That's there only for emergencies. Well, I kind of... It's in my mouth. Um, I kind of did that, though, partially, because... We don't have to worry about fire. The blaze said no fire, but they didn't say no fire extinguishers. Is that correct? Yeah, I guess the whole set is flame retardant now. Yeah, but um, all these chemicals are making me really lightheaded. How are you feeling, Darius? You're strong like an ox. I think lightheaded is Darius's natural state. Make sure not to breathe it in. Do you have a microphone? Darius, okay, when Chris mics you up, do you A, leave it where the professional put it, or B, take it into your why? own hands and put I know, it in your but pocket? Why did you unhook it when you had to run outside? Well, it's actually smart that he did that. It was actually very smart because now we didn't get any of the flame retardant stuff on it. Sometimes you're so dumb that it works out. Ah, perfect example. How do you think I got this show? That's how I got this show, Jimmy. Sometimes being stupid actually pays off. Okay, has Lewis hit the link yet? Nope. Oh my gosh, Luis Gomez, Luis J. Gomez, if you don't hit that link, when I get in that ring, after I beat up Mike Harrington, I might just freaking jump you too, bud. So you got about two minutes to hit that link. Well, right. how about this? Um, what? I, before Luis gets on, I think we should talk about the Celtics' very heartfelt tribute about the shooting last night. Yes, sadly, guys, something so, terrible so, happened yeah, last night. Let me let's let's pull that up before you can start. I hate okay, these we got it. shootings. Yep. I hate this. What happened in Maine is an ex-army uh, was he a reservist? I don't know. I think he was a forty-year-old guy. He had mental health issues, and he had actually said that he was um, having suicidal thoughts and then he was having terroristic thoughts. And the FBI didn't do anything, which is typical of them because you know every time there's a shooter jimmy have you always noticed that the fbi is always like they were on our radar but we missed it we missed it you know who didn't miss it the boston celtics 
they took a great time to talk about their 108 to 104 victory over which team is that, Jimmy? The Knicks. So they beat the Knicks, which I don't even think is a very good team. But they shared an image of their players while also empathizing with the people that were shot and murdered. So, Jimmy, that seems a little, I don't know, insensitive. Well, here's the thing. What is the best news you can hear after a horrible tragedy? Your team wins. Oh, my gosh, Jimmy. You just freaking trumped me. That is. So just imagine this. You just found out your grandfather was just murdered. Um, and then your team wins. So then it kind of makes it all better, right? Well, it's kind of, you know, you, you lose one, you win one. Days ends even. So you lose your life, but your team wins. I guess you come out on top. All right. Well, we'll take it. Now, Jimmy, what else do we have to show before Lewis comes on? Is that the only graphic that we have? He said two minutes. He clicked the thing. Um, he said two minutes, so he's going to well, be on any we minute. Can, we can show the actual promo graphic for your fight. Uh, yeah, let's show boxing. this. We're going to have to pull yeah. this up later, later, too. But, guys, if you want to see me fight in Tampa eight days from today on November 4th, go to carnivalofcombat.com. Use the code STEIN20 for 20% off tickets. I'm going to be there. We've got a comedy show. Then when you buy the tickets to the fight – you get tickets to the comedy show as well. So it's going to be a two-night extravaganza. Your boy Prime, your boy Lewis, your boy Sam Hyde, your boy Mike Harrington, your boy Jason Ellis, your girl Carrie Feehan, a bunch of other pimps, Tim Butterly. If you guys want to be a part of it, don't hesitate. Because I need the chat rats there. I'm not going to be able to win. Just like how Rocky had Adrian, Primetime99 needs his rats. I can't do this without you. So if you care about me, and if you don't care about me, and you just want to see me get my head punched in, Here's a perfect spot to see it live in Tampa, St. Pete Beach. So if you guys want to make a trip of it, you're going to go some white sandy beaches, have a daiquiri. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty good, Jimmy, doesn't it? That sounds pretty awesome. As a man from Florida, why, is, why are people from Florida so weird? That's a good question. I think California had the right idea and make it so unaffordable that only the elites can live there. Mm. But in Florida, you can kind of be a weird middle class person and just do whatever you want. They don't have as many laws against weird stuff in Florida. It's beautiful. I hate mm. laws. Mm -hmm. I just want laws to, I want all laws to be very libertarian. I don't want there to be any laws except for age of consent laws. That's the only law I think we should have. Okay. That's good to Murder, know. Murder, robbery, legal. It's kind of like the purge, except exactly. with age of consent. Exactly, with age of consent. That's the only crime that, mm -hmm. yeah, during the purge, you cannot molest. Um, well, while Lewis allegedly gets on, I think you should talk about your new sponsor. Oh, well, we're really going to get into it. Okay, uh, uh, we're really going to have a lot to talk about because you guys saw the UFC just partnered with Bud Light. Mm -hmm. But so did your boy Primetime99. They're very excited to have me as their latest brand ambassador. And it's all because of my fighting, because I'm the first transgender boxer to ever compete at the Carnival of Combat. And well, I want to- tra trans male, the trans women have been, they like to fight. Yeah, they've been fighting, but I'm, I'm gonna be the first one to do it in a tuck-friendly bathing suit, Jimmy. Do you, do you think there's a chance if I get punched hard enough, my penis might fall out of the suit? If we're lucky. I don't know, hopefully that's not a crime if that, if that falls well, out. Well, technically it wouldn't be your fault. And Go back to the original plan. Just sue him. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. I'm gonna, I think I'm just going to sue him anyway. I'm just going to have my attorney, John Gross, probably write up something. Actually, let me, real quick, let me see if we can get John Gross on the phone real quick. I know we have Lewis, but let's see if John answers because I was just is talking Lewis to him. Ready? Is Lewis ready? Oh, Lewis is actually ready. Lewis is ready. Okay, let's just see if my attorney. Uh, <laughs> we, could, we could put on Lewis right now. Okay. Guys, welcome on the one, the only, 
He's the Legion of Skank. He oh, is just kidding. Now he's not ready. I don't know what happened. We just lost. John, him. are you there? Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Put the police. Put the police on the phone. Don't tell them anything. No, I'm not in jail. I'm not in jail right now, John. Actually, we're not in jail. Thank goodness. That's uh, oh, okay. Um, but I'm doing a show right now. I'm sure you're aware. And I know I didn't tell you I was going to call you, but I'm. You know, I'm boxing next week. Obviously, we've talked about that a lot. Can I sue my opponent if he punches me too hard, John? I think you. It's called assumption of risk. We would. Uh, it would be an uphill climb. But we could still sue. We would just lose. Would it cause him a bunch of legal uh, headaches? Because that would be just almost enough for me. He's a very poor man. He actually was. He he struggled with homelessness uh, before he was hired. So I think that just a lawsuit in general would be pretty scary to him. Don't you think? Well, technically one could, but that's off brand for you. You you go after the government. I know, but John, what if he punches me really hard and messes up my teeth, messes up my nose? I'm like a, you know, Calvin Klein model. I don't want him to freaking turn me into minced meat. Well, you know, I've seen Target is going with all these, like, obese women models and things like that. So it might actually, maybe it'll improve your chances. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, and then last question before you go. If I'm in the tuck-friendly bathing suit and I get punched and somehow my genitalia comes out, is that a sex crime? Because I don't want to go to jail. Oh, now we're talking. Now we're talking about... A transphobic lawsuit, and uh, now we might have something. Oh, yes! See, this is why John is the best attorney in the world. He's also a rabbi. I said it this weekend. He was with us, with Gavin. Guys, if you mess with the bull, you get the yarmulke. So I love you. I love you, John. You're the best. Thank you for answering, and thank God I'm not in jail right now. So if I need you, I'll call you later. Okay, please do. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye. All right, so we got Lewis. Still technical difficulties. All right, as good as it's going to be, Paul, have him on. Have him on. We're only going to talk to him shortly. Lewis! Hello. Dude, welcome to the show. So um, it's a pleasure to have you on. Been a big fan. I really enjoyed you having me on your show as well, Legion of Skanks. That was a great appearance with my wife and her boyfriend. But I got to ask you, Lewis, this fight is coming up. Yeah. You, you have fought Mike Harrington. Am I going to get my ass kicked on uh, November 4th? Uh, I've been watching. You look better, dude. You look better than you looked initially. Initially, it was like, it was a lot of like, just coming down here. Your hands weren't up. You do look better, dude. And the fact that you, you have experience as like a, an athlete, you said you played football, right? Yeah. Harrington is not athletic. He is not athletic. He is, he is you know, a very fat man, but I will say he's done it before. Yeah. Uh, he's done it three times and he's just willing to be punched in the face. I, I've broken his nose twice. No, in sparring, you've broken his nose twice, or when you guys fought at the first Skank Fest, the first time you all fought. No, 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 in sparring, in sparring twice. He, he had, I mean, he, he would just, his nose would explode like a jelly donut every sparring session. He loves it, dude. Uh, You're gonna have to kill him. I'm seriously gonna have to probably do that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous because. I can take some punches. I know he can really take some punches. The guy is a freaking uh, monster. And, and is it true that Harrington was on the street before you picked him up? Is that true, Lewis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was on the street for about two years after I picked him up, too. We don't pay that well. Well, you're telling me I got to fight a homeless guy? I mean, I'm going to get my ass kicked. Dude, I'm a very, I'm an indoor cat, Lewis. I don't go outside very much. I love the air conditioning. Yeah, I'm, watching you, I'm watching you walk down a black man. Like, I mean, like no other. Look at you. You're fearless. Yeah. You might as well be in there with a lion. Yeah, I know. But this is just having fun. But I know when, when we get in the ring with Mike, it's not going to be fun. So, Lewis, you are the headlining fight. 
Tim Butterly, I know uh, he's in great shape. He looks very good. I saw you put a poll out. Your own fans had it 54-46 uh, for Butterly? Why do – and this is <laughs> – but the reason why I say this, Lewis, my fans want to see me get hit in the face so bad. Is that the same for yeah. yours? I, I think so. I think we have a similar thing where it would be funnier if we lose. So, um, so you, you're in a – you're in a different thing because I mean, if you lose, I'm banking on you losing. If you lose, it goes viral. We're going to be able to really just take this thing to another level. That's if true. You lose, everyone's going to share it. If no. you get knocked out, it's over. That's what I'm saying, dude. Honestly, if I get knocked out, okay, this is how this is how I've been saying it the whole time. If I go in and I win that fight, nobody will ever talk about it ever again. They'll be like, oh yeah, Alex had a fight. But if I get my ass kicked, I will never go another day for the rest of my life without somebody saying, remember that time you got knocked out by my character? And so I, it's all risk not a lot of reward for me well dude it's gonna be uh it's just gonna be a gif of you getting knocked out anytime you say or do anything on twitter there's going to be somebody that posts a gif of mike harrington knocking you out i have a similar thing dude but it was me sucking a dildo in bobby kelly's pants so oh. i'd rather get knocked out yeah you know we all do the suck on the dildo bit and that never works out that that, that lives on the internet if we only had the foresight to know how easy uh, editing was going to become on cell phones. Yeah, now everybody can pull up a meme. But, Louis, do you get a lot of hate? Because I do get a lot of hate, but I feel like you've cultivated, I mean, at Skankfest, what you've built was the coolest festival I've ever been to. I mean, just the audience, everybody was so, like, let's be real, a lot of degenerates, but all positive, fun degenerates. I mean that in the best way. You know, I'm, I'm considered a degenerate. Like, it was the best audience of, you know, comedy fans that I've ever seen. So you have to feel pretty good for what you've created when it comes to Skankfest. Yeah, I mean, they're look, they're savages, and um, it's a it's a big hang and it's a big party. And you came in there, and you 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 were the life of the party. You did it right, and you walked out of there with everyone loving you, um, you know. And it, it was great. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I do get a lot of hate. I get a lot, of, but I, I lean into it. I'm the I'm very um, approachable. Like you know, I'll I'll fucking hang out with fans after shows. I respond to people's DMs and tweets, and if I'm on a flight, I'll just start tweeting at trolls. And I'll just so Lewis, my, I have to cut my, you off. When you're on a plane, you need to stop tweeting too. You constantly engage with these trolls. It's fun. I love reading your yeah. tweets, but too, when you're on a plane, you're like, oh fuck you. You have three followers, you loser. I mean, dude, it's the best. Everybody <laughs> needs to go follow his Twitter right now. It's probably some of the funniest crap. So why do you like doing that? Why do you like engaging? with the haters uh because i feel like why i'm not gonna hide from them it's like bully mentality dude my mom taught me when i was being bullied by kids in my neighborhood to just punch them in the fucking mouth and that's just the way that i've always handled it and um you know i think that they they you know they're trying i think they're trying to intimidate you or, or i mean sometimes they're just trying to get a reaction so i probably shouldn't fall for it as well but you know the the reality is like it doesn't they are just silly words, right? What, what, what is this? This is all it is, is somebody just clicking their fingers on a keyboard, whether they're writing nice things about you or negative things about you. It's the actual same physical action. There's nothing else involved in the universe except for this. So what does it really fucking matter? Well, it doesn't. And you know, it's so funny. I'll be honest, like before I went on, before I knew you, Lewis, you're so down to earth, so nice. But I guess you, because you are kind of like a hardcore guy, you're like this, you know, badass, you know, you talk the talk, you walk the walk. I can see why people were intimidating, but you're so down to earth. And then Big J Ogerson, I thought the guy would be, you know, act like a superstar. The guy is the most down to earth guy I've ever met. I didn't realize how awesome Big J was. That guy's one of the nicest guys in the world. 
Yeah, dude, what you're, no, what you're picking up on is us being poor. <laughs> no, you're not poor. You don't ha- do you not have $68,000 like I have in my uh, checking account? <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm not doing that bad. Ah, <laughs> Luis, come on, dude. I got some savings somewhere else. I got some stuff. You know, I'm a, you know that I put all my money in a bank in Switzerland that I can't check on my phone so the government doesn't know. So that's what a real pimp on a blimp does. Oh, I know it. Um, yeah, no, no. But I mean, look, all of us do. We're, you know, we're, we're getting old, dude. I think I used to be an asshole. And then I got a kid and I just got older. And I'm like, you know, I don't have it in me anymore to, to be mean for the sake of being mean. You know, I'm trying to be funny. For the yeah. most part, sometimes you got to crack a few eggs to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, you're mean to a person. That's the funniest thing you could possibly do in that moment. And that's fine. I think that that, that, that is more valuable than that person's feelings. But I think, yeah. I, I think I um I've just calmed down a little bit as I've gotten older. Well, let's be real, and 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 we got to let you go. We only got a couple minutes left, but Lewis, I have to talk about the elephant in the room. Why do you bang so many chicks? How do you not have all like? When I'm just serious, because when I bang one chick, it causes a huge headache in my life. How are you banging all these ladies and not getting stabbed, getting your key, your car keyed? Like, how are you still alive with how many uh, look, women I'm, you've I'm, been I'm, with? I've had a lot of that. I mean, I've had a lot of crazy bitches in my life, but I got, dude, I've settled down now, man. My chick is the best. And, uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, I think this is it. I think I'm wrapping it up after this one. Oh my gosh. That's, you guys heard it here first. Louis J. Gomez is about to freaking saddle up for the long <laughs> ride with the lady. You're going to do the old Oregon trail where you just stay with her for the rest of your life. Okay. So before I let you go, let's sell this fight. You're going to be fighting Tim. Well, I'm going to be fighting Mike. I'm probably potentially going to get my ass kicked for the people that are watching. But what else did the people get? Tell them about Friday and why Friday is going to be an epic night, too. So the whole, the whole event is going to be great. Carnival Combat is taking place on Saturday, November 4th. It's St. Petersburg, Florida. It is the evolution of Ellis Mania. My partner on this, Jason Ellis, was doing an event called Ellis Mania for like 15 years. And um, it's these crazy fun fights. The fans get involved. We do musical chairs fights where a bunch of people, you know, they, they, they're going around the chairs. And if they, two, the two guys that don't get chairs have to fight each other. And then they go down. So there's one guy left. Um, we're doing blindfolded shock collar matches where we have four guys all blindfolded. And then the comedians get to shock them. They have shock collars on. Um, stupid shit like that. We're doing a bunch of fan fights, sock wrestling, ass slap fights with chicks. But as the evening progresses, we have a bunch of comedians fighting, influencer fights, you versus Mike Harrington at the co-main event. Um, Harrington won Ellis Mania three separate times. Me versus Tim Butterly in the main event. And uh, yeah, it's going to be just a blast, dude. Me and Tim are friends. I love the guy, but we've been training really hard to put on a great show. And um, I think, yeah, we're going to beat the shit out of each other. I think you're going to get a, you're going to see a lot of blood. You're going to see possibly a few knockouts. And uh, yeah, if you can be in St. Pete, you guys can come. It's, it's pretty cheap. Take a start at like 30 bucks. If you guys can't be in St. Pete, we have a pay-per-view, carnivalcombat.com. But if you guys get the uh, anything above the silver level passes, which are like 50 bucks or whatever, you get a free ticket for the stand-up comedy show as well, which is on the Friday the 3rd. We're doing a big kickoff party. The VIP passes get you access to everything, meet and greet, uh, after party, weigh-ins, all that. But we're doing a stand-up comedy show myself. Alex Stein, um, Sam Hyde's going to be on it, who's just incredible. Karen Huge. Feehan is coming down as well. She's a guest ring card girl. J- Jason Allen. Oh, Feehan's going to be a ring. Wait, I have to cut you off. 
Feehan's going to be a ring card girl. Ooh, I kind of like yeah. that. That's going to make things spicy. And then Tim Butterly's also performing. I don't know. I probably talked over you. So the comedy show, guys, you're going to get the best bang for your buck. Get that silver ticket. Come hang out with Louis J. Gomez, Sam Hyde, Primetime Alex Stein, Tim Butterly, and Karen Feehan. She's a babe. You guys want to see her? You can uh, hang out with her. My so girlfriend. My girlfriend. God, you have so many ex-girlfriends. I want to see. I want to. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about a steroid test. I need an STD test if you and I ever fight, Lewis, because I don't want to get. Uh, I don't want to get <laughs> HIV. I already have HIV. Um, okay. All right. True. Last thing before you go, Brandon. Did you want to ask something to Lewis, or is that was I? Did I make that up, Brandon? Did you want to ask Lewis anything? You're a big fan. He says Illuminatus says hi. I don't know what that means. Is that a troll, Brandon? Well, my, Brandon loves Legion of Skanks. He's a big fan. I don't know what the hell that means. All right. That's a, well, well, that's so, a, well, thank you, Brandon. You're the man, dude. I appreciate it. And Alex, a, I'm a huge fan of yours, dude. You're the man. I, I think you're so funny. dude. Actually, you know what's funny? My son's jujitsu coach tonight, specifically, as I was picking him up, he was like, hey, dude, you know the guy Alex Stein? And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, he's awesome, dude. I love him. I was like, hilarious. I'm doing a show tonight. So. Oh, my gosh. Lewis, thank you for making time. I'm going to let you go. But, dude, make sure to go to Carnival of Combat dot com and uh dude it's gonna be a freaking barn burner with me and harrington and i'm gonna let him trade blows are you gonna trade blows to tim i mean are you gonna sit there and trade blows because i'm oh, trading I'm blows. Gonna, hopefully tim doesn't i'm trying to not get hit all right at you all. cut up you're I'm trying to be pretty baby boy well, I'm not going to be pretty. I'm going to be like freaking a mess. For, you know, I'm going to be just in there taking blows, giving blows. My defense is going to be offense. Thanks, Lewis. Have a good evening. See you very soon. You're the best, Alex. Thank you're you. the best. Thanks for letting me come on. All right. Uh, I really appreciate Lewis uh, just inviting me into the Legion of Skank universe. It is incredible. Like I said, I love the chat rats. You guys are great. But what Lewis has cultivated, I mean, he said it best. They're savages. The audience is tough, but they're all nice. They're all positive. Um, they're all real. And those are the real fans that don't just kiss your butt, that tells you, you know, that just tells you what you want to hear. The real fans give you good criticism, but they do it in a very fun, cool way. So I just love what Lewis has cultivated. All right. Now, speaking of sports, guys, do you like betting on your favorite sports teams? Because I do. It's a lot of fun. And it can even be profitable when you have a good sense of what you're doing. That's where a good sports book can really come in handy. But how do you know you're choosing the right sports book? When your money is on the line, you need to choose a trusted sports book that gives you the tools to win. Like my bookie. At my bookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down, you can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for a daily odds boost, same game parlays, and take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit the withdrawal quickly. Just use the promo code ALEX on your first deposit and receive up to $200 in cash. That's right. Use the promo code ALEX to claim your own cash bonus right now. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl frontrunner at long shot odds. Plus $38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs? You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. So guys, make sure to go to MyBookie.com. Use that code ALEX. And I'll be honest with you guys, 
I do gamble. I like to gamble, but it's a, it's a dangerous proposition. So I do encourage you guys to go to mybookie.com, but I also encourage you to not gamble more than you can lose because once you start winning, it gets addicting. The worst thing a gambler can do is win. And so if you go to mybookie.com and you win, you're going to be like, oh, I can win all the time. So just be very careful. But if you uh, go to mybookie. Alex, bookie- I do have to correct you. The worst thing a gambler can do is quit. Because you can only lose if you stop gambling. That's very degenerative of you. Yes, that is what a degenerate gambler would say. Yeah, the worst thing you can do is quit. But on a serious note, Jimmy, you know, the casinos, they say, but take off the my bookie because I don't want them to think that, you know, we love gambling. Gambling's great. But the casinos say that they love when players win because then it reinforces them that they're going to win in the future. So they look at it as a, not a, lo- a loss. They The casinos look at Big losses as loans. They think that they're going to get the money back. So, And they have, in and, my case. Yeah, you lose all the time. Mm-hmm. All right, so do we have our next guest ready? Well, we're about to bring yes, him on. Yes, So here, I'm going to no, need to. We don't, you. we don't, we don't, we don't. We don't have him. So Darius, put this on real quick. You got to put this on. You got to put one leg in between here. Put, put one leg right here. Okay, Darius. I should have probably had this put on before. Now one leg in this hole. All right. Now you got to kind of. Right. All right. You got to protect your genitals. Oh, now we're going to have a bunch of anthrax in my boxing gear. No, put it all the way up so it's covering your, your genitals. I'm about to punch you in it. All right, Jimmy. Yes. I'm going to hit Darius with this Bud Light in the penis. Okay. All right. So, guys, everybody's like, how does Bud Light turn you gay? Tuck this in so we can see it. All right. So, Jimmy, I'm about to bust this Bud Light on his penis, and then Darius is going to turn into a homosexual. Is that correct? Well, how can he be turned into a homosexual when he already is one? Well, he's going to be a bigger one. Oh, okay. Then go for it. Ah! Are you gay yet? Watch out. Okay, let me hit you again. The, there's smoke popping ah! off. Are you the getting powder. gayer? Are you getting gayer? S- sort of. Okay. Oh, he's sounding gayer. One more hit. Third hit's a charm. I hope this turns you gay. I hope this turns you gay. Ooh. Are you gay now? Maybe. What does a gay man act like? Okay, kind of like this, that, the other. Do we have any gay music? No, I guess we don't have any gay music, but look at you. Wow. So it really does turn you gay. Yeah, it worked like a charm. Hey, uh, speaking, (laughs) this is a great time to bring in your badass boxing trainer. All right, guys, please welcome on the head trainer, the owner, the operator of the one, the only Montoya Boxing Gym, Michael Montoya! Montoya, what the hell are you doing? What's up, brother? Hey, just here at the boxing gym. I know, I can see your ass at the boxing gym. I told you to put that phone on something before we did this, Montoya. What the heck? Why are you holding it like that? Simple instructions. Listen, we are a poor 501c3 boxing gym. We can't afford a stand. Oh my gosh. We improvise. Montoya, walk around the gym. Show Montoya full. Show them where we've been training. Give them a tour so they know. We got over a thousand people watching this right now. This is where I've been training in South Dallas, in the hood, like a gangster. You see that? All Latino boxers. Montoya, tell him, tell the audience why it's so important that I train the strictly uh, Latino boxers. This is where the great white hope trains, right here. Montoya Boxing Gym. Wow, one day I'm going to have my name on the wall. Damn, Montoya, how many people are in the gym right now? That thing's more packed than I've ever seen it. Uh, we've got about 50 plus, and we got more outside. Damn, dude, you guys are really bumping tonight. Well, now I know why you couldn't come in studio. So we just talked to my opponent, and, or excuse me, 
I talked to a guy that's fighting on the, the main fight. I'm the co-main event. And uh, he said I have a good chance. He's been watching my footage. I know you think I'm going to win. But uh, I'll be honest, I'm a little nervous just because this is my first fight. So, you know, tell me, give me some uh, encouragement for my first fight, Mike. Well, listen, the plan is for you to stick and move. You've been training hard. You're in condition. You're fighting two rounds at two minutes. It should be no problem, man. You've got the height. You've got the reach. And you're hungry like a lion. I am hungry. Okay, so tell the people, Michael, tell them a little bit about your background because they're like, oh, he's just a random uh, Latino dude. He doesn't know anything about boxing. Tell them what you know about boxing. Well, I'm not going to tell my age, but I've been in the fight business 50-plus years as a trainer, boxer, amateur, professional, um, you name it. I've trained uh, with some of the biggest names in boxing, Mike, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield's been at our gym training, uh, worked with Oscar De La Hoya, Floyd Mayweather Jr., so it's probably not a boxer I haven't met or I haven't worked with, but I've uh, been doing it a long, long time. And now you're with the Great White Hope. And now I know, Montoya, somehow you're going to, um, this is going to cost me money, but you might not know this. I just signed a brand deal with Bud Light. I am sponsored oh. now. They sponsored the UFC, and now they decided you got to show me. They've decided to sponsor me, Montoya, because I'm the first transgender boxer ever. So am I the first transgender to ever box in your gym? Yeah, yes, you are. I guess history in the making, brother. History in the making. So in honor, let's show Montoya in honor of him. You see this Bud Light? I know I'm not supposed to be drinking because I'm fighting, but this is for all the gay men and women and transgender allies that we have. As soon as I drink this, I'm going to turn... You know Bud Light turns you gay. Did you know that, Michael? <laughs> I did, you know, I'm, I'm sober 23 years. Well, yeah. Did you, do you know who Dylan Mulvaney is? I don't. That's the biggest uh, trans influencer in the world. And then the, but she, that's, can you see that picture, Montoya? Look at the screen to the left. Yeah. Yeah, they yep. lost about $10 billion in market share when they used her. I remember, I remember the story. Yes. And so now we're trying to bring that market share back up. So Alex, mmm, mmm. It doesn't taste like pee. It doesn't taste like cold pee. It just tastes like a delicious beer. All right, so Montoya, we're going to be rich, bitch. We're going to have a huge fight. Um, and then I know we got to let you go because you got to get back to work. But I guess tell the audience, this is this is this weird thing, Michael. I hadn't told you this. Oh, look, me again. I'm saying I want to say this, Michael. My audience loves to see me get punched in the face. A lot of my biggest fans want to see me lose. Why is that? Why do people want to see me get my ass kicked? The people that say they love me. Uh, they're just being haters, man. Don't worry about that. Plus, you know, you're the great white hope. There's very few and far in between, brother. The last great white hope is probably Gary Cooney. I am the great white hope. And then after this, we got a, another boxing match. So we got a lot of boxing matches coming up. So nobody can call me a, a, a pussy ever. And you know I'm in the ring. I'm fighting Jonathan. I'm fighting Jose. I'm fighting black dudes, Mexican dudes. Now, we need to get some Chinese dudes in the gym. Can we get, can I, I need to box a Chinese guy. Yeah, we need to fight some Asians, that's for sure. But yeah, you, you've got a lot of good training, a lot of good sparring partners. We're behind you 110%. Can't wait to, uh, you know, the night to rumble. All right. All right. Well, he's going to be in Tampa with me. And, and, Michael, you don't realize this Carnival of Combat, Montoya, is going to be nuts. we got a comedy show that Friday night after the weigh-ins. There's going to be a bunch of butt-naked hoes. They're doing a thong butt-slapping contest is one of the, the pre-fights. <laughs> uh, they're doing a musical chair boxing match where they put chairs in the ring. And whoever doesn't get a chair, the two people have to box each other. Wow, I like that. Yeah, so they're doing a bunch of gimmicks, and then we got about four real fights. So, there, you know, there's going to be all kinds of stuff. So you're going to have a blast in Tampa. And tell them what you're going to take a picture of when I win. Two good-looking blondes on the beach, side by side, brother. 
That's going to be you and me. We're going to have some butt naked women just on the beach in their thongs, dancing and prancing. All right, Montoya, thank you for all the hard work and tutelage you've given me. You put in the work too. I put in the work. The rest is up to God, I think, because we're going to kick some ass. All right. Talk to you soon, Montoya. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Hey, man, bro. See you tomorrow thank morning. You. Bye-bye. All right, guys. All right, quickly ran about the ad-free website. Oh, yes. Guys, I know I've been talking about myself this whole episode, but let's talk about what's really important. This is the future of digital media. That's right. Theblaze.com has rebranded the entire website to be totally ad-free so that we're not dependent on getting censored by these technology companies because we say something that they don't approve of. You know, Blaze was right about a lot of stuff during COVID. Blaze was right about a lot of stuff for the election. Blaze was right about a lot of stuff, but that information wasn't able to get to you because of the hosting services, because of the way that we had ad revenue generated uh, content. So we've gotten rid of that middleman. Now you're going to get these uh, these stories. You're going to get hard hitting journalism without any filter. And you don't have to worry about the ad. So we don't have to worry about big tech censoring it. So guys, go to theblaze.com. The website has been totally revamped. You're going to be able to see articles from some incredible writers. Jason Whitlock's on there. It's really an incredible thing that The Blaze is taking a chance. Will it succeed? I don't know, but I'll tell you this much. I love a company that is willing to stick their neck out there for free speech and do what is right. So The Blaze is heading in the right direction. Is it going to be a hard hill to you know become as big and create a website as powerful as some of these, you know, other websites that are pumped up by these tech companies. Yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle, but that's where you come in. That's why you got to go to theblaze.com and check out those freaking articles. Click it, share it. I would appreciate it. The writers would appreciate it and the blaze would appreciate it. So make sure to check out theblaze.com. Totally revamped website, no ads, straight content, no filler. Check it out, theblaze.com. All right, now, Jimmy. We have to bring White Darius up because we're going to skip the first reaction video. We need all the time for White Darius. All right, so Black Darius, please come sit next to me. White Darius, please take your seat here. This is a huge night, White Darius. I know, I'm so excited. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy that you're having that enthusiasm, but uh, we're going to get through some of your clips. But, you know... What we did, White Darius, that's your monitor. I know you're not used to sitting in the chair, but kind of face that way. So, White Darius, you've been one of the leaders, the biggest voices in the Queers for Palestine movement. Is that correct? Yeah, I know. Well, I've, been, I, I, I've been very supportive of the movement. But before we play the clip, should we should we not talk about this? Do we not want to talk about this, Jimmy? Oh, I thought you were going to call for the clip. It I will. No, I see the clip. I just kind of want to preface oh, it real quick. Okay. My, I'm, uh, you know, that's what I get for talking. Yes, but guys... Uh, White Darius is in a great mood, but sadly, I'm not in that same great mood because I know that White Darius is potentially going to a very dangerous place. We're actually, after this episode, we are sending White Darius to Palestine. Are you ready to go fight and represent all of the queers of Palestine? Yeah, I am ready for, you know, the Palestine Liberation Front. Palestine! You know what's that? Straight up, you know. Are you worried because, you know, the IDF has machine guns, and you're only going to have rocks. Well, the good thing is that, you know, uh, Lord, Miles, uh, you know Lord Miles and five Taliban ship posters, they got me, they vouched for me, and they got me a good spot in the Palestine Liberation Front. Ooh, so, you know, so Lord Miles helped you. Okay, well, I just, if anything happens to you, I'm not going to be that sad. But I love you, I do like you, and uh, I do have an insurance policy on you, so... Yeah, I'll uh, be a good sacrifice. 
No, I don't want you to be sacrificed, but Geico is going to pay me a lot of money. That's why I signed that uh, thing. Look at that screen. Look at that screen. Yeah, yeah, it's, that one. Well, that's See, your camera. Bad. Yeah, can you, can you turn more? Right there. Right turn there more is. and then look right there. Yeah, that's good. Okay, don't spread your genitals like that, please. That's... We're going to get a terms of service. Okay, we, so Alex, this next clip, I edited it down to one minute, but I feel like we really need to pay attention and analyze We this. are going to watch this, and guys, so right now what we're going to do is we're going to run through White Darius's best moments. And then if he does pass away, which is a strong possibility. Oh, this is, no, this is his stand-up clip. I know, but so we're going to go through a montage <laughs> of some of our favorite moments with White Darius. And we're going to start with from this past weekend with the one, the only Gavin McInnes and primetime Alex Stein. Lisa was there. Veronica was there. The chat rats were in full force. And Darius got to do his stand-up debut. Let's check out this clip. You know, topical stuff, not, nothing any weird. How many Sasquatches went on Rampage? In their village, how many women did they steal? Well, you know, we're we're talking about Gaza, and obviously they're evil. They're very evil people that we we have to condemn multiple times, or an Israeli person is going to poison me. But we have to think about all the sad, pretty brave girls that were captured. I made out with one of those girls that were captured on the fortune list. I got bottom rubber. All right. <laughs> 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 I thought that was pretty yeah. funny, Darius. I, hey. Yeah. That was good. Let's give him a round of applause. Hey, it's not easy. So tell us, what was that like making your stand-up debut? Uh, I mean, it was like the second or third time I did it. You know, the other times I, you know, it was like in Chicago and it sucked. Um, so this was much better. You know, it was, very, it was a good crowd. Wait, what do you mean Chicago? You, when, when were you in Chicago? Well, this was years ago, like, you know, and a lot of that is just shit libs, you know, uh, venting their frustration, and it's very, it's very depressing. It's just like, I don't want to ever do it again, like when I went, did it there. Are you going to be doing any stand-up when you go to Palestine? Yeah, yeah, you know, totally. Uh, you know, I'm going to be looking, I'm going to get Adam-22's, like, you know, uh, assistance to be helping me find young Palestinian women who want to be interviewed by him. Um, po possibly Palestinian men to go on as white too. Um, you know, we're we're going to we're going to make this new urban liberation front movement. So we're going to get we're going to create this grand coalition of single moms and urban hip hop artists to support Palestine's liberation. And it's going to be beautiful. Well, while you're there, I hope you're going to make some badass TikToks. So that's why we clip some of your best TikToks. So let's run those. Check out TikTok, Uno. What is it? Numero Uno. Just, just number one. Number one. My idiot uh, actors and uh, employees wants to ask a question. Do not embarrass me. What is okay. the question? Why didn't Trump pardon Ted Kaczynski? <laughs> Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! Why would you ask that dumbass question? I didn't even get that pre-approved. Fair enough, Roger Stone. <laughs> what about Elliot Brody, who took a $75 million bribe from Malaysia? Shalom Brabashkin. He owned kosher slaughterhouses. <laughs> he was convicted on 86 counts of financial fraud and immigration fraud. To get enough Jews to actually perform ritual kosher slaughter. Oh my gosh, Jimmy, do not, take, take this clip. Why would you they pick so this clip, Jimmy? <laughs> 
Take that clip down. What was he talking about in that clip, Jimmy? Oh, he couldn't hire enough Jewish people. Yeah, to let's do a not say that sauce. word on this show. Do not say that word. We're not allowed. I was to say not responsible that. putting that on to the. Yeah, I know Jimmy was, which is uh, not good. I, I didn't know that that was a clip he was going to play. Okay, I hope this second TikTok he doesn't mention anything about Israel, anything about uh, nah, 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 yeah. right. No, nothing. Nothing it's about a painter from Austria. No, no, this, nothing about a painter from Austria, I hope. No painters from Austria. No this guys one, with uh, little mustaches. No mustache talk. No, oh, I'd like to shave my mustache into a little small mustache so I look like my heroes type stuff. Honestly, what he came up with is not against terms of service, but it's way more offensive than mm -hmm. what you just referenced. Okay, play the clip. Look at these nuts. Look at these snicker licking nuts. The veins. Look at the veins. Full of chocolate. Milk chocolate dribble. Snivel chocolate. Oh. Nuts. Nuts. Snicker licking nuts. <laughs> what the hell did I just watch? Well, you know, I just want to be a part of the TikTok influencers group, so I thought maybe, you know, it'd be a good idea, you know, to be, you know, to advertise for Snickers, and, you know, I thought it would be a good idea to create a brand on that. You're just saying nuts for, like, 90 seconds. You're just <laughs> saying nuts and then saying veins and black veins and shoving it. Not even with the wrapper. Why you leave the wrapper on? What is that? Well, I wanted to keep, you know, the, you know, I want to be inclusive of people that eat in different types of ways. You know, some people really do like the wrappers. You know, there's, I wanted it to be uh, retweeted by ASMR enthusiasts who really like, you know, the rappling, the kringling when you put it in your mouth. So you're um, smacking yourself with a veiny Snickers bar. What no. is behind you? What is that? No, 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 Alex, the elephant in the room. Why are you using a woman filter? Yeah, why is that? Why do you have the... I man? want to be part of the TikTok posse, and I look so good with that. Dude, there is, like, people on TikTok with millions of followers. They don't have to use that that filter. I don't know why. And what is behind you? What is that on your wall? That is, are those quarters? What is that? Uh, artwork. What kind of art? It's just circles on a thing? I mean, what is it? Uh, you know, it's probably a seeds or brains, mice brains. Those are mice brains on your wall? Yes. Are you trolling or are you being serious? Are those really the brains of mice? No, it's seeds. Why do you have a bunch of seeds? There's art. Actually, I know. He's preparing for a nuclear apocalypse and you can yeah, grow plants. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely go Alex Jones sometimes and I will photograph a lot of seeds and, you know, of the health of seeds, and because you need to have that if you're going to be a doomsdayer, that you have to have 10,000 different types of corn. Um, why would you, wait, why would you need 10,000 types of corn? You're gonna grow 10,000 corn. Catastrophic <laughs> effect. You, you only need regular corn would be uh, sufficient. And no, I don't think no, a good. lot of these types of corns, you know, they're all of one strain. They're very homogeneous. So if you get one type of 
disease or fungus that gets a hold on one, it'll destroy the whole crop. So you have to have a lot of variation in that. What do you know about agriculture? This is like, haven't you heard like the, there's only like one type of banana that's used what? commercially? What? No, I mean, uh, no, and not and it's really. It's going extinct because of I, fungus. Well, no, but to be on his side, I know Monsanto does weird stuff where they give you seeds and the seed won't grow if, unless you use their chemical fertilizer. Yeah. They do have that technology where they, you need their fertilizer for their seeds to work, but that's bizarre as hell that you know that much about banana seeds and corn seeds. Well, yeah, I mean, Wikipedia is amazing. Uh, but you like, learned that on Wikipedia? Yeah, like, you know, the Cavendish uh, banana? It was no. an extinct nobody banana knows, that happened the in the 1950s nobody because of the disease. And our new seedless banana that we've been eating for the last 70 years sucks compared to it. But it, that banana has seeds? It didn't have seeds, but it was pretty good, but it went extinct. Well, I don't want a bunch of seeds in my banana. I just want a regular banana and no seeds. Is that, I mean, isn't that what we want as a consumer? Yeah. But it's very, very difficult to develop a seedless banana. It's very difficult. You have to literally, you're just going down, switching banana after banana, thousands of bananas, trying to find a seedless one that you can then clone. You remind me of a seedless banana yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe, you know. Hey, we're too deep into the internet. Let's just talk about his valiant fight. And we actually found some footage of when White Darius used to fight for Hamas. Oh, this is some old Hamas footage. Oh. Darius, look over here. That's your face. Yeah. face on there. Wow, where are you? You have a nice, cute mustache. It's very thin. And how are you right there? And how did you speak Arabic so well? Do you speak Arabic now? Or was this, did you kind of forget how to speak that? Uh, I forgot, you know, but I can do the... You know, do the rolling R thing, you know. Holy fun. Oh. You know, I, got, I can do it so good, you know. But it's just not as good as I could, used to, you know. Like, it takes me, you know, a few months of in-depth training to get into that, um, you know, what the FBI calls, like, your inner mind when you go undercover. Look at you right there. Look, there you are. Just. And who are you with right there? Who is that? Um, uh, a beer ear, some ear. That, that was my, the name I always called him. What? <laughs> show him, show him. What would you call that guy? A beer ear and some ear. That was just like the only ten. Like it's very, it's very interesting. You know, with uh, you know, Arabic names is that there's only ten. There's like literally only ten. It's like Hussein, Shalin. Obama, Obama. Uh, Muhammad, uh, Ali, Obama, uh, Hey, White Darius, you should have definitely used that for stand-up because you just spitting facts is way funnier than you. Yeah, to be he funny. used to go up there and talk about seeds all the time and I've been yes. bananas, seedless bananas. I mean, if you just did a whole seedless banana bit, you'd be like Jim Gaffigan with hot pockets. I mean, hot pocket. <laughs> Look at this hot pocket. How many times have you been on the show that you don't know how to look at that camera? It's like it has it shows my bad face and then it shows my like that's your that's your normal face. That's your normal stuff. That's your that's your and then and then we don't have any other things to show. I don't. I think we had we had some random. It doesn't have a title. Oh, what? Oh, 
Get rid of that, Jimmy. No, no, no. What? what? That, no. Whoa. He was not supposed to see that, dude. You want to try to okay, pay no, no, we'll, we'll pay. Insurance company, Jimmy. No, I'm putting not... the other one. I'm putting it. I'm putting in the right ground. Okay. I mean, I'm going right. undercover, you know, in Palestine. Stop. Shoot. In memoriam, Shoot. He's not. He's oh not. Oh my God! You want to Gerald Butler me? He's not. Okay, I'm trying to delete. I can't delete it. It's not working. Sex offender, dude. What's wrong? It's not oh working. Okay, God. we'll try one more time. Ow! Shoot! Oh! Shoot! Darius! Take it down. Darius is not going to die. You're going to live, White Darius. You're going to live. So tell us, are you nervous that you're going to go overseas and we're not going to see you for a little while? You're going to yeah. miss the show. Uh, yeah, I'm going to terribly miss the show. It'll be fun, like doing, you know, TikTok. You be, be the TikTok reporter on, you know, uh, you know, screaming Israeli girls and, you know, the battle and all this drone warfare. Look at these and, you know, it'll, it'll be fun, you know, seeing all this, uh, you know, a lot of, I'm betting since it's going to be urban warfare, so there's going to be a lot of smashed urinals. What? Bombs, poop. Okay, I have to interrupt you for a super chat. Channel Julio said, White Darius outfit looks like he's camouflaged to hide in a ball pit at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> You laughing at that makes you seem guilty, like you've done, like you've hidden at a kid's playpen. That would be fun. That would be like a really ungroomed. That would be fun. Show. That would not. That's be a great ungroomed. Well, we got to end the show. Shoot. We're basically out of time, but I just want to say that we love you, White Darius. I know sometimes, on a serious note, I don't treat you right. I treat you horribly. I abuse you. I yell at you. I hit you. But I do love you, and I do want you to come back in one piece, but I know that you care about the Queers for Palestine movement more than you care about this show, and I respect that. Liberation, Coalition of the Ascendant, we will fight Israel. Ow. Okay, one, one last super chat. Bad Buddhist said, Alex, what's the largest bet you've ever placed? Oh, I bet, I bet $2,000 on a uh, hand of Baccarat before. Oh, oh. I know, and you know it's funny. I won that bet, but then I, I like was up for like I so then I had four thousand dollars. I ended up losing it all, like betting small. It was a yep. long story. I was really drunk, and uh, it was one time after a Cheaters episode that I got paid a lot of money on. I was like just feeling frisky, but I ended up losing that four thousand dollars that night. I was sick about it. Um, but yeah, I, other than that, I don't bet big. Like I, I'll go put like a hundred bucks in a slot machine or something. But that was a time, a long time ago. That was before Trump was president. So that was like twenty fourteen. I was so depressed that night. I lost all that money. All right. But I was up. That's always what happened. Uh, that happened in Oklahoma too, right? No, that was in Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh. Remember uh, like it was yesterday. Oh, we have the caption contest. Winner. Oh, number one. You broke my will, but that's a thrill. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. We like that. April uh, RM111. Thank you for that. You get nothing. You win nothing. But thank you for playing, I guess. All right, folks. This is an emotional episode. It's an emotional show. It's White Darius's potentially last show. Is there anything you want to say before we go? Uh, as we go on, we remember all the times we had together. Ba -la 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 -la. La 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 la. As we go now, friends forever, as our lives change, one another. Come whatever. We the will still be. be. So Darius, come Darius. You're friends not forever. forever.
instead of a freestyle finale, we're just going to end in a group hug. We love you all. This is potentially why Darius's last episode. So Black sure Darius has a wedgie. It's really Black Darius, awkward. Does he have a wedgie? Let me see. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Look at that wedgie. Damn, dude. That's crazy. Oh, you, you, you have big boy panties on. He has big boy panties on. All right, folks, we love you. We love you, White Darius. We love you, Black Darius. It's been a heck of an episode. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Michael Montoya, for coming on. Remember, go to carnivalofcombat.com to get your tickets to see me get my butt kicked in Tampa, Florida, November 4th. We love you guys. Good night. Good night.